Today's quote is by Jennifer Elizabeth, author of Born Ready. Stop trying to be less of who you are. Let this time in your life cut you open and drain all things that are holding you back. A wise woman told me that once I outgrow a space in my life, whether that be physical, mental, or otherwise, I'll have no choice but to pack my things and move to someplace better. Everyone won't necessarily like it and some won't approve, but in my experience, if I'm not at my best, I can't give my best. Keeping me happy is my top priority because that's a vibe. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Good Vibes with Robert Alexander. If you're new to the tribe, welcome and thank you for listening. Please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app by searching Good Vibes W Robert Alexander or hit follow at soundcloud.com backslash Robert Alexander 7. This week, I want to speak on a space that I found myself in recently. Um, a couple episodes ago, or maybe last episode, I talked about how I've made some swings and I didn't always, you know, land them. I've definitely failed a couple times, but I've been empowered by those bold moves. I'm really learning like my limitations and that they're much higher than what I uh, imagined them being. Uh, I've been making it happen, uh, just different things, just adulting without consulting parents. And, you know, I'm not necessarily getting it all right. I'm not knocking a ball out the park, but I'm doing my best and I'm staying afloat and I'm empowered by that sustainability. Yes, there's definitely still room to grow, but life is the best teacher I'm learning. Uh, earlier in this series, I was I mentioned how uh, I like to bump my head because I learn best that way. And honestly, keeping everyone out of my business, parents included, no shade, love y'all. Um, just handling things on my own helps me to navigate and grow. So I'm really empowered by that. In trying things and whether I fail or not, just trying them and seeing that I survive, that I don't die, that the world doesn't end has definitely um, allowed me to care less what people think. You know, we we are forced to get things right because uh, sometimes our parents or anyone else sets an expectation to us and we're hardwired to always live up to that expectation. So in doing things my own way, quietly, without consulting and doing them with certainty, which I'm still working on, truth be told, but doing things with a confidence and certainty is allowing me to, to really rest into who I am, to really lean into Robert Alexander. Last week, my dad was installed as pastor at our family's church. Uh, he's a third generation pastor, so my great granddad... Um, my uncle, my great uncle, my granddad's brother was pastor for a very, very long time. And last week, my dad has become pastor. So I'm very, very, very happy for him. I wanted to say I was proud. Uh, I am proud of him, not because it's an accomplishment, but because it's a challenge. And he it has really inspired me taking on this challenge because whether he believes he's fully equipped or not, he chose to take on that challenge. And I just really respect that. It was a bold move. And I'm very proud of him and my mom because this is a big deal. Pastor and First Lady is such a huge role. So shout out to my parents, man. Like they really, really inspired me with that one. It's really interesting because upon receiving the news that my dad was pastor, 
I expected to feel the need to change and, you know, be more perfect and less flamboyant with my actions and just mentally, again, being hardwired, I wanted to live up to a standard that I have set for myself. And I guess maybe fear of being judged. Um, you know, it's, it's people in the Christian community are no stranger to being homophobic. And before I allowed that to change who I was, I said, wait a second, let's just be real about this for a second. There is no one in this building, my dad, my mom, anyone included, who has the right to judge me. Not that my my parents love and support me, so this is not that. But my point is saying that if my dad is the pastor and he loves me unconditionally, I'm not pressed about what anybody else thinks about that. And I've never felt that way from anyone. It was just a mental thing for me. And I'm going to talk more about what it's like to grow up uh, with stigma and being judged and how that affects the psyche and all that stuff on a later episode. But in the meantime, this entire experience has brought to the surface to me that I have lived a life of pretending. Um, Because of those reasons and at my old salon, I, you know, I was the only gay man working there. Everyone else was straight and it's a very different lifestyle. And I'm so grateful for everyone listening to my podcast. I'm so happy I have your attention because I definitely want to share perspective on it because I think that it's very easy to judge when you don't know someone personally or you don't know what it's like to walk in their shoes. But life has a funny way of just bringing things to the forefront. And um, this podcast has been therapy for me. It's bringing things to the surface and I'm definitely searching for healing. And I'm so grateful that I don't have to search very hard. So I have been pretending around my old co-workers. Uh, I definitely straightened it up a little bit when I went to church or around my family. Once again, my dad is, uh, to my knowledge, third generation uh, pastor. All of his siblings are somehow in the ministry. Very, very, very Christian family. And so for the longest, you know, With my Christian roots, I did not want to dishonor my parents, but there came a point where I had to choose myself and and accept the fact that I'm not being dishonorable by being myself. Pretending didn't make me any richer, didn't make me any happier. It didn't give me any extra points to get into heaven. It didn't make me more loved or strengthen my connection with certain people. And if it did, I'm realizing now that I don't want connections that aren't based on genuine on a genuine foundation. If I have to be anything less than who I truly am, then I don't want that. And I had a conversation, actually someone suggested, it doesn't matter who, but someone suggested that I keep my sexuality ambiguous because I could get a bigger following on my pack on my podcast if I don't speak about that kind of stuff. And though I understand it, I respect it, I hear where you're coming from but i cannot live anything reminiscent or similar to an oppressed life doing the work is a constant practice to be the best you and acceptance is key to the constant evolution of bettering you just take note that to evolve you have to truly be you So this next segment has me super excited because we finally got our first write-in at chatgoodvibes at gmail.com. This young lady's name is Lynn, and I'm just going to start from the top. 
She says, I have a question that pertains to keeping the right people in your circle. I have a friend named Khadija that I've been friends with for many years, probably 20 years. I've recently started on a business journey and I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting more support from her. She always supports other friends' businesses, uh, shares them on social media, but has never shared the link for my online boutique. We have a mutual friend that is also a business owner with a similar business and she shares her stuff all the time. Now let me give you some insight. Through the course of our friendship, I like to think we have always been fairly close. We don't hang out every day, but that's my sister. I love her and I'm willing to do anything for her. However, I don't always feel the same love is reciprocated. A few years ago, I introduced her to a friend and they have been the best of buds. I will admit, it makes me a little jealous sometimes, which is something I brought up in discussion among the three of us. It was settled, but I sometimes find myself thinking that if our now mutual friend started something, she would be so quick to support her. And so why am I not receiving that same energy? At this point, my feelings are a little hurt and I need to know if I need to put on my big girl panties and understand that everyone doesn't have to support your endeavors, but can still love you. Or is it time to take a second look at our friendship? P.S. I want to say thank you so much for having such an awesome platform to spread good vibes and being a mirror for sunshine. Oh my God. (laughs) This kind of self-reflection helps me grow in life and love. And honestly, that's a vibe. Yes. Come on, Lynn. That's a vibe. (laughs) Now let's talk about this letter, girl. Okay, Lynn. So I'm hearing two separate issues. One of which is that your friend is not supporting your online business. Now, you didn't mention... Uh, I don't I don't believe that you mentioned whether or not you spoke about this specifically with your friend. Um, But I do want to just address that really quickly because I'm someone who doesn't always like things or share things. Uh, It takes a few times for me for me to see something and be like, oh, you know what? That person is really doing something here. And that's why I don't take it personally when everyone doesn't repost my stuff with good vibes. Um, I've been doing it since june 3rd of 2018 and i get some shares it's definitely growing but i try to make it a point that people do it because they really love the show and because it's good and not out of obligation Uh, i do definitely understand your frustration but i'm just giving you perspective because everyone does not immediately jump to that and it may be hard to understand that because you're that kind of person But I think you have to kind of look outside of your own methods, ways of thinking and perspective to understand why a person does the things that they do. I think it's fair to note that, you know, everything that you've gone through, all your life experiences have made you the person that you are today and made you so compassionate about certain things. But just as much as you have, you know, so much below the surface, so does every other person on the planet. So I think it's important to definitely you know think outside of your own ways of thinking only because it's fair because you know i'm someone who does not always support not for any reason but that i have add and i'm just not always thinking about that when i'm when i'm scrolling facebook and as far as taking a second look at your friendship i definitely think that you should but not in the way that you're probably implying um especially with long friendships you said 20 plus years Oftentimes, and I mentioned this in previous episodes, oftentimes we put people in boxes, uh, family members, people that we're in romantic relationships with, coworkers, whoever. If we've known each other for 10 years, 20 years, it's hard to see the change in someone. So I definitely think that you should uh, reevaluate your friendship 
introducing a new dynamic by saying something as honest as, I don't feel supported in this. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think that among friends and among loved ones, there is nothing that you have to hold back as long as you say it compassionately. Uh, I don't believe in having conversations with a lot of emotion simply because uh, oftentimes it puts a person on defense. Um, So yeah, I would just really think about how, firstly, I would think about what I want to say. Get to the root of exactly what it is you want to say. And from there, you've known this person for a very long time. So figure out a way to say, to express yourself in a way that they can receive it. Um, It's also important to understand that you may not get a response right there on the spot. So what I like to do is um, say how I feel, express it, and let it linger. Because sometimes people need to process uh, I'm someone who I'm, I'm ready to have the conversation right now because I don't like to go to sleep mad, but everyone's not like that. And I've learned that in past relationships. Sometimes you just have to say how you feel. Let that linger. And that, that's your friend. You know, she loves you. So say how you feel. Give her a chance to respond. And then from there, if you don't like the answer, then if if it comes down to it and you're willing to throw away a 20-year relationship, I don't think that anything you said is worth that. As we get older, I think it's very important to cherish the relationships that we have. But at the same time, you know, outside of these scenarios that you've written in your letter, um, if this friend is giving you toxic vibes or something very serious, then definitely, you know, I, you asking me, so I'm going to say I don't have room for toxic people in my, in my life. But outside of not reposting a, a, a post online or uh, two of your friends becoming closer to one another than they are to you, I don't think that that's grounds for termination. So with all that being said, my advice is to bring it up in a calm manner, um, prepared with the expectation that you may not get a response right away you may not get the response that you want um but i don't believe in letting things lie uh i don't believe in sweeping things under the rug so anything that you're still feeling away about speak on it um but as far as you know jealousy of the two friends uh i think that's something that you're gonna have to just accept and work on and move past But as far as supporting your business, definitely speak on that. And then it will be something that she's conscious of. And hopefully it's no longer an issue. I hope that that helped. That's it for this episode. Please subscribe by opening your podcast app and searching Good Vibes with Robert Alexander. Please rate five stars, not four, not three, not two, and definitely not one. And if you have an Android device, please go to soundcloud.com backslash Robert Alexander 7 and hit follow. Also, if you'd like to write the show, write in at chatgoodvibes at gmail.com and maybe you'll be featured on the show. Until next week, bye.